This week on the Push Holidays podcast, we talk about never ever lowering your calories. Also, we delve into advanced training techniques. Are they even worth it? One that woman always makes me laugh. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast. With myself, Damik, and me, Tom Hall. It's kind of a... oh, good. I love how it gives you the option when it tells you that it's recording to leave or continue. Like, what, what if you? Like, it? I love how yeah, the it's like, yeah, continue I'm or pressing, leave meeting. I'm pressing record, and I obviously don't get the option to leave my own meeting. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird, isn't it? The. Uh, yeah, the, the Zoom lady is. Uh, <laughs> it surprises me every time I do it. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, there she is. And then, but then I, I like when she first did it, I had to listen to the like, obviously listen to the edit and be like, does she show up? Does she say <sighs> on the audio? Because I'd love that. Surely not. I'd be, I'd be absolutely fine if she was the first thing that we said on the show. <laughs> yeah. This really meeting is being recorded. Oh, thank you. Thanks, uh, thanks, Jess. That's what, that's what we call her. Is that what we call her? <laughs> Jess, Jess, the Zoom lady. Yeah, I think that's, that's what she's called. Um, what's going on? It's, uh, yeah. it's, Not a lot. The weather is incredible. Tom posted today, oh, oh London's lovely when it's sunny. Oh. It is so good. It is so lovely. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's full of people. It's full of lots and lots of people. It's not, though. Like, because COVID's still-ish a thing, like, it's still relatively quiet. Um, and I, I, I don't know whether some schools are still on half term. I'm not too sure. Well, London, there will be all the posh schools. Will be, all the probably. posh schools. No, they're actually not. Like, So my, my uh, client's kids are back at school this week. So... I'm assuming they will go to crazy prep schools and one of the I think some of my clients school like go to the same one as William Harry went to. Um uh, sure why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's where you go. Um yeah, I think they're back. But it was interesting because uh the Marlebone Club, where I where I personal train at, is currently closed for the week. Um so it closed on Saturday. There has been a I mean We'll say it on the podcast. I'm sure nobody's really, really caring what <laughs> what it is. But on Saturday, there's been a leak, and I believe it's a bit of a sewage leak. Ooh. So the club, oh. I believe, smells a bit. Um, yeah. So they're uh, they're having to clean it thoroughly, I believe. Um, so yeah, that um, that is going to be closed, I believe, for the week. So I am personal training out of the Soho Club. Woohoo! You can come find me in Soho. Um, but obviously not all my clients want to go that far because they, you know, they've got jobs and stuff and schedules to stick to. So it's interesting. Obviously I can claim for their sessions off uh, loss of earnings because not my fault um, that, <laughs> that the club's got a leak. So yeah, which is wonderful. So yeah. So I'll spend a little bit more time outside or will I spend more time at my computer finishing all the other stuff? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Man, I wonder the what benefits. Of having two jobs, hey, you've always got something to do now. I know. Uh, people was like, "Yeah, what? You've had well, how many jobs? You have?" I was like, "Actually, I have three, Daniel." Uh, 
full-time really? care full-time carer for you mate so well yeah, yeah i mean that, uh, no. mate, I've, as long as i've got as long as i got food and drink here I'm, I'm <laughs> no i still i still hold my education post at first base i'm still one of the education coordinators unfortunately for them i still guide that and do it i did a, i did an interview i did an interview last week crazy um who knew we were hiring did again did the pass uh yeah. they did they did they did pass um yeah wonderful yeah. well done holly if you're listening, she did actually say as as soon as someone says they've listened to the podcast, it's a straight pass. You could do anything That's in that interview. Say, <laughs> I was like, she was like, yeah, I listened to some of the your podcasts in lockdown. I was like, amazing. I was like, thank you, thank you for you even had... knowing and stroking my ego and knowing who I am. Yeah, uh, yeah. you have nothing better to do <laughs> during your lockdown. So, I was like, that was unfortunate. And he, she listened to some of the ones, obviously, because of first base connection. And she listened to some of the ones with the first base crew on, like Josh Silverman and Henry. Yeah, and that, guys. And I was like, you poor bastard. I'm sorry for wasting <laughs> your time. Uh, you'll never get that back. But yeah, she was really good. Um, she was really lovely uh, personality. So really good. Um, lovely, mate. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I guess we have to, um, I feel like the current theme, I just have to congratulate my students every other week, don't I, basically. All the My Protein PT scheme group all passed their level three practical assessments on the weekend. Woo! That's very good. That is good. They're not finished yet because they've still got to do their learning achievement portfolios. That's got to be that this week. And cool. It is the most boring thing in the world. And I love, like, they, they obviously, like, talk to me, like, like I know what they're doing. I was like, and I was like, guys, I've got to stop you right there. I don't even look at the laps. <laughs> I was like, I do all the practical things because that's what I'm good at. I like, I, they not enough payment underneath the sun for Luke to pay me to sit down and mark your laps and coursework. Trust me, not doing it. Um, what happened, you know, is it? I have people for that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I will do the in-person assessments because I do those. That's fine. Um, and yeah, I want I want FaceTime. I want to be the one you remember when you pass, not the laps person who actually says you passed. Um, that's on the other side yeah. of the keyboard. Yeah, it's fine. All about the glory, mate. Um, but yeah, they did they did well. So and, and it's no rest of the wicked because they complete that and then they're straight onto PT core. So. Unfortunately, my pro team will be having some uh, great trainers who who maybe they can put their content out because um, their sessions are going to be well, pretty yeah, good. I need it. <laughs> pretty good compared to some of the some of the stuff they put on their uh, their uh, thing. But yeah, they'll, they'll be all right. They'll they'll flow with content and yeah, that'll be good. So I also just have to do a little plug. <sighs> I mean, because my protein apparently kicking on me. Um, if you want to join the My Protein PT scheme and you are a qualified personal trainer, um, slide into my DMs. I can hook you up with something and you can get in a little Facebook group and um, you can actually get 35% off my protein stuff, which is quite built. Um, yeah. So if you want to do that and join a little scheme, you might get some fun and prizes in there, basically. The, obviously, the PT Collective is your is the chosen educator for that. So you're not just getting like My Protein all the time. You're getting our, us. Um, yeah like that, so, yeah that's a real that's a real reason to join <laughs> correct <laughs> access to that <laughs> access to us um yeah which is yeah. obviously cool um we're just trying to get a few people in the scheme and we want authority figures there will be certain things such as chances to write for certain magazines and media daily mail all that kind of daily mail could have picked could have picked another newspaper but yeah different than, any, <laughs> other. Like, any other newspaper just newspapers and articles and journal 
things and journalistic content, um, which I actually thought I wasn't allowed to do because I was like, I'm in there as an educator, Darren. Um, but if nobody else wants to do it, I will quite happily write for them. That's absolutely fine. Or just say this is because of this and put my name on it. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, the, if you join the scheme, probably going to be you because I'm always not going to put my hand up for it because I'd rather other people in the scheme do it. Lovely. All right. So DM me if you want uh, Instagram, probably that thing. And then I'll throw you, throw you some stuff. Lovely. All right. I'm not plugging like, don't use my code to buy things. I'm not plugging that. I'm just join the scheme so you can do stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that Easy. kind of person. I don't care about any money that comes through. I don't get any, a dime from that, by the way. So absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Lovely, mate. What's been happening in your week? Fun weekend? Yeah, I had a bit of a like a chilled one last week. I had, um, yeah, I went to Wales. So Laura and Isabel were up in Wales. So I went to see them at the weekend, which was nice and chilled out. But I'm really struggling to get back in the swing of things. I have no idea why. I don't know why. I just feel really, I don't know. I didn't, I was, I was supposed to like film some content and do some emails today and I just didn't really do any of it. And I just felt a bit like I couldn't be bothered. My back hurts as well, Monday. So what, what the smart thing to do is, by the way, Tom, you know, if you do drive four hours in your car on a Friday to Wales and then spend the weekend pretty much sat down with the odd walk, then drive back Sunday four hours in a car is on Monday morning, go do back squats. That's, that's, that's usually a good thing Never. to do. Um, so yeah, my, my, and I, cause I had, I said last week on the podcast, I had last week off training. I just didn't have enough time, didn't really train. I took a bit of a deload. And then as I was going back into it, I was like, oh, I feel okay. I'll just, you know, in my program, I was got back squats, five, 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 three, three, or whatever it was. And I was like, I'll ease into it nice. And it was literally on the warm up sets. I got up to like 90 for five. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, that's going to hurt if I carry on doing anything. And uh, so I stopped. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just started like, it's not really bad, you know, but you know, when you just like, there's a reason I don't back squat and this is it. This is it. Like I just a bit too tight. I just need to just do split squats forever. So I said to my coach, I was like, look, it's like, let me stick to front squats and let me do split squats. So like, I just don't, I've got no reason to back squat in my life. I've got no reason to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I was just like, that's just put me off now. I'm just like, I just can't be bothered. Like, <laughs> and I, the, annoying, the annoying thing was I was actually feeling quite good. Like 80 for five went up real quick. And I was like, this is still a warm up. And I was like 90 and I was like, oh, hang on. I was like, what's that? um that doesn't feel great um so yeah and then just had to sort of like the rest of the session just had to sort of um adjust it somewhat and even today today was off a body so it's fine i still went and did stuff but um i'm 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 at that point now in my lifting career where you know you know when like little things are like i'm like if i stop now in this warm set this will be a two three day thing i'll be fine if yeah. i was to push through and go oh it's fine that would have been two weeks <laughs> i've been fucked so i was like no um, yep. I, do you know what I think is actually as well, like I said this to him, is I think I've really underestimated the impact that, that playing basketball has had, had on me. Because on Wednesday, I had two, uh, the first Wednesday, I had a two-hour session of basketball and fucking was in pain, like just muscles, body, everything. Didn't sleep well, didn't sleep great. And then, the next, and then this one just gone, did the same thing. Didn't really train much during the week, was fairly sedentary, then had two hours of basketball. And you just realize just all the landing, the jumping, the moving, and just how much that load goes through that, that back of yours. And I was just like, do you know what? I was like, I've just been a twat. And I've just gone, oh, yeah, I'll just keep up the same level of training intensity. It's no problem. Um, and, yeah, that's just a, a, quite a few things um, culminated in it. Like, we're not all perfect, are we? Do you know, we all fuck up. We all think we're superhuman. But it's, um, yeah, it's not great. I know. Well, I I just I haven't I didn't train over the weekend, and obviously I was 
lecture, lecturing, workshopping, seminaring, whatever, teaching um, both days. And then uh, I didn't train yesterday. I didn't train today, mainly because I had to uh, slip myself a pill on uh, Saturday morning because I slept and had one of those jarring sensations where you can't move your neck. <laughs> oh. uh, they're the worst. And like, it happens to me sometimes, like, especially when like it's a change of temperature or I've slept weirdly over my pillows or something like that. It's so annoying. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, I need it to go crack. And I can't turn my head to the left. I can still feel it a bit now, but I was like, I knew I had to move when, cause I move around. Anybody's like seen me when I feel like a performer, um, when I give lectures and seminars and stuff like that, I move around. And obviously there's a lot of demoing in terms of exercise and stuff I was doing over the weekend for my protein lot. And I was like, I need to take some hard fucking painkillers in anti-inflammatories <laughs> to get this down so yeah. I can cope with today. And I was like, I'll suffer the consequences on like Monday. <laughs> but it's been okay. It's eased up a bit though. I went and sat in the sauna. I was just like, this is my executive yeah. workout for the day. The old exec workout. Lovely. So that always sort of, helps, doesn't it? Does it does help. Like, I, just, I, oh. yeah, I just feel like I need like, I, I want to wake up this morning. It did feel a lot better. So it's just that whole thing of like when you're on your feet all day as well. It's like, yeah, oh, it just yeah. Like, oh, gets oh, you a little bit. But yeah, all good. Oh, lovely. It's it good the weekend. Um, right. So we have a few topics. Dan's going to talk about why you never, ever would lower your calories um under no circumstances once they've hit a new base low but you still won't actually get them that low anyway so how do you lower them but yeah um when you hit a plateau right um we're gonna talk about that um we did some stuff over the weekend which i like talking about what i've done or just general musings musings when i discuss in terms of seminars and what we're going through so there was a the, the lucky lucky people i opened their uh, obviously they're doing the level two and level three so this is their level three assessments and they wouldn't have touched any of this kind of stuff with a barge pole um previously so it doesn't come across in any of the level three so that's why i decided to teach it for four hours on saturday um i taught them a bit of like upper body and lower but i did all lower body continuums which was good open their eyes it was a nice little progression of how to do stuff um and how they do um but i got me thinking about so there's they get assessed on uh, advanced training techniques so i thought we'd discuss them daniel um but, and basically i've written underneath it because as we were going through them are they worth it um basically and we'll go through the advanced training techniques and we'll say whether they're worth fucking even programming or not and then because obviously this is no fault their own it's just how the level three is uh, geared towards once they've learned these advanced techniques, they are um, basically asked and pushed to put them in the program that you do in your assessment. And I'm sorry, like, obviously I, I was like, all right, assessor Tom, perfect. Coach Tom, wouldn't fucking do this at all. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't work. I was like, it won't work the way this is done. I was like, correct. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. So we'll go through that. Obviously some of the guys might listen today but they they already they already know my thoughts on all the stuff because obviously i took them to the side and gave them feedback which is the most important part about doing those fucking assessments is making sure they know the feedback and what they need to do from then on um yeah and then i thought we, we've got stupid things on the internet this week mate because 
Oh, it's back. I know. It's back. <laughs> well, that's where, literally, that's where my content comes from whenever you say, what's going on this yeah, week? I'm right. like, well, I saw well, this fucking moron talking about this. Talk about it. Well, this is, this is more, I think it always has to be, so if we do stupid, it, to be honest, it, it should just, or we said it was checking up on Joel Seidman, right? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically, it could be that. But that is our, our, our we do that monthly, okay? Um, check in with Seidman. But this is, uh, it just has to be a video that I can either you show me or I show you, and you just have to giggle and narrate what's happening. I think that is our new uh, stupid things in the internet because yeah. it has to be, yeah, only one of us can bring it to the table. I will do it today. All right. Um, I have sent it to one other person in the world because I thought it was funny and we had an inside joke about it. But yeah. And Daniel, Daniel knows that. Oh, it would give you, It was Alex Krajewski, one of our former guests. I sent it to you, so you, so you can, uh, yeah, you can see where it's going down. Definitely down the rehab route. But yeah, interesting. All right. Um, what are we gonna do? Uh, protein bars, mate. So <laughs> obviously, I was with my protein. So I've got like about twenty of them, and I actually got swollen foods. I'll rip oh, the thing. You got them. I, actually, I, I sent the uh, delivery thing to Dan. He was like, so I've got, have you even got an email going? That no. You, yeah. So this is the brand in their tissue paper. Um, and I've got, I've got Bicky Butter, Caramel Brownie, Hazel Naughty Brownie, Egg Hunt, and Chocolate Truffle. I appear to have two chocolate truffles. I don't remember ordering two. Oh no! You know what I did? I did a selection box. That's why. Did you just order five? I just ordered one of each. Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed um, that there was a selection box, which was actually cheaper than ordering them all singly. Brilliant. And you can get six. That's up, mate. <laughs> I mean, do your research, Dan. Well, look at the pricing. Look at what they do. Come on, check the small print. Uh, basics, <laughs> basics, Daniel. Um, so I do. So I mean, I'm really sorry, but I'm gonna try one. Um, that's all right. So you can you can talk. Should I try the one that I have two of? That would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're gonna do the chocolate truffle protein bar. Um, it is. I I'm enjoying the packaging. It's pretty like legit. It's almost like a little. You know, where you get coffee beans. It's exactly yeah. one of those packets. Um, yeah, it's a coffee bean packet basically, which is pretty nice. Um, I'm assuming. Pretty expensive per per bar. You get that a coffee bean package, basically. Yeah, um, it's in, pretty insane. So you got small some foods, twenty grams of protein, chocolate truffle protein bar, filled with smooth silky chocolate, casein cream filling, coated plentiful in a layer of no added sugar, luxurious Belgian chocolate, and drizzled in scrumptiously sweet white and bitter sweet dark chocolate. All right, give the little open. Oh, resealable packet as well, mate. Mate, packaging game is good. Resealable? That's Resealable. Yeah, I might fill this with goodies. Yeah, <laughs> coffee beans. Well, I had before the show, I had an, an Yorkie orange. So there you go. That's what I had. <laughs> and they are a lot fucking smaller than they used to be, aren't they? And of course, nowadays, can't can't have the not for girls marketing. Of also, course, those, those marketing. bloody women can eat them now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't put not for girls in there, not because it's not because it's against, you know, feminists or anything like that. Just because someone who doesn't have a gender will probably flip their fucking top as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Correct. I'm like, oh, am I allowed to or not then? I'm like, oh, fucking, I'll just eat the chocolate bar. It looks good. What is it? <laughs> what? Chocolate, chocolate brownie, that one. Truffle. Chocolate, chocolate truffle. truffle. Chocolate truffle. So it looks nice. I just hope, I just pray into God, by the way. I just want to say it's that loud before you bite into it. I'm praying to God it's not as like the other one we had where it looked really good and then it was like, meh. Yeah, yeah. What was that one? What they were called. Protein. I can't either. Bakehouse. Bakehouse or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I will talk, mate. It looks it looks good. It's got like a marble effect chocolate on top. My concern is it's just going to be the same as that. That's my main, main worry about it. And I, I'll tell you what, as well, I've ordered Protein Pantry today. I saw they're in stock. So they're coming on Thursday. So at least I'm going to have some for the next show. Good ones. Cherry Bakewell, of course, because it's fucking incredible. Best one going, that one. Not going to lie. It is quite similar to Bakehouse. I, I could see it when it was there. I could almost see it's, like it's the like bar. Flat, right? So oh. it's, it's got the gooeyness. It's got a little bit of like, obviously the protein bit at the bottom, but no texture. Again, oh. we say this, they are good bars, okay? They are great bars, but... The standard is protein pantry with cake bits yeah. in it. If you can't have fucking cake bits in it, you're behind in this game. Seriously, guys, the soya crispies, the crunchiness of the hazelnut cream one, the 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 cakiness of the birthday cake, Sorry, Jaffa cake, birthday cherry cake bakewell. Insane of that one. Like that's the thing. It's, it's like the so, good. so good. <laughs> that's it's thing. like insanely good. And like this is the frustration you see. So I'm, I'm now not looking forward to them turning up. I'm looking forward to the egg hunt one. That looks quite fun. Um, and I'm a fan of brownie stuff. So the salted brownie thing looks more kind of solidly brownie. So I'll be I'll be interested in those. So the, don't get me wrong, a good like solid seven and a half out of ten. Um, but basically every protein pantry is probably eight and upwards, right? So that's where we're going from. And then like all the other generic stuff is normally like yeah sevens sixes fives and stuff like that so i'm gonna go seven and a half because it is better than i would rather have that than a grenade bar for example that's absolutely fine yeah. um but yeah it's just yeah not as great as mm, i thought unfortunately i don't are they as expensive so what's that 20 with packaging five pound five pound for delivery that's quite a lot um so 25 quid for six bars almost a five or a bar it's four quid a bar basically isn't it 450 right. it's just not as good as protein pantry yeah. it's just i just not it's not you know unfortunately and i wash it down with a sublime lime coca-cola um one of the greatest drinks of known to man on sale in waitrose right now guys on sale oh <laughs> I had this uh, discussion the other day. That's the end of Protein Bar Review, by the way. What's fancier, um, Waitrose or M&S? I think Waitrose, isn't it? You think? Because our, our M&S has just been redone, and it looks and seems way fancier now. And then, yeah, my buddy Josh was like, no, are you joking? Like, M&S is well, well fancier than uh, Waitrose. I was like, oh, it's interesting. I don't really know. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, There's a middle class statement to have <laughs> and poll to put out. Which one's better? Yeah. <laughs> I did a yeah. 
I, I tend to, the, my two locals are Waitrose and Evanes, but because I refuse to go in the Sainsbury's, basically, yeah, because it's just, it's gross. I don't really, I don't really like it. Like all the, like the veg and stuff is disgusting. I'm like, so yeah, mm. refuse to go in there before you class me as a snob, Daniel. No, I shop at the same places, mate. I can't say anything. <laughs> so, I okay. do, I because we just do our we do all our food shopping through Ricardo. So we were Waitrose, and then so we're now to, you're to, to yeah. um, um, So we just get whatever we we can with that. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it all comes from the same fucking suppliers. To be honest, it's just different. Yeah, like, correct. Anyway. It's just different packaging. I also do. If anybody, uh, I just um, I love the Ocado advert now. By the way, it's so cool. Uh, go listen to I've that. You know. Oh, it's so good because they're trying to make themselves obviously more accessible because obviously the posh people like Daniel uh, use Ocado and they're, it's it's very much like Ocado is there for you kind of like this guy and, it's, and he's like in a it's it's just very happy it's really nice it, I, I like it good um, yeah go check that out if you haven't just YouTube the Ocado thing but there are some people that I've talked about that with and they find it infuriating so yeah <laughs> I'm obviously the minority uh, maybe all right Let's go on to fitness, nutrition, and stuff. All right. So, Daniel, you asked me whether you've talked about this topic before. Yes, you have. Um, but I'm not from this person. But in terms of plateauing, low calories and moving and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. So, basically, like, I, um, I'm i on TikTok, but I don't use it. I just go on it because it's a fucking very strange world, by the way. If you've never been into it. <laughs> Um, but I, I got told I got told by someone that it's quite big for nutrition advice at the moment. Apparently, it's quite a big thing. Nutrition and fitness is quite big on TikTok. Um, so I kind of go on it and I follow a few people. Anyway, this is one guy on there who um, actually was around years ago on Facebook and used to be a, just a massive fucking troll. Um, anyway, I think some, sh- think some shit happened to him. Um, and anyway, he's resurfaced on TikTok and he's got 200,000 followers on TikTok which is impressive, mightily impressive. Um, well, it's, it's not, not really, It's not, though, because I feel like, yeah. It's not, like our it's not because I think it's, old, old I think it's really easy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's really <laughs> easy to get followers on TikTok and things like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's one of those things. Anyway, so he's on there, and I recognize the name, I know the name and all this sort of stuff. But anyway, um, he doesn't have to talk some shit. Like, and I mean genuinely just talks absolute garbage. Um I just need to plug my headphones in. They're running out of battery. Give me two seconds. Oh, Jesus, um, Daniel. You can have a well, look at my just, just, She just spoke to me. She just told me the battery's low, so I'll plug them in. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I, and, I, and I've kind of, like, been really tempted to comment on some of his videos and just be like... You get the angry I... up to that. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> I've just been tempted to be like, you're an idiot, you don't, you know, whatever. Because, by the way, TikTok's really horrible place. The comments vile like yeah. absolutely we should, we should do vile. that actually like in terms of like reading out comments and uh because youtube's always the worst it's traditionally the worst no tiktok's it? worse than youtube tiktok yeah. is is the worst um and the thing about tiktok is people then make tiktoks about the comments and they'll put the comment up and they'll go i'm replying to this comment and it's just like just pure yeah just really horrible shit to be honest i'm not gonna lie yeah. um but anyway this guy basically put up a video and I just couldn't help, but, uh, but, but notice it. I'm probably going to do a video on it at some point. I'm going to read out word for word what he said. And I, and I'm, and I've, I made sure I wrote it out word for word perfectly because I couldn't actually believe what I'd read. A plateau just means that your energy in has matched your energy out. So we talking about plateaus, right? Most people reduce calories. 
that's the wrong way to do it. You need to raise calories so you can move more. Right, bear in mind, this person's saying, I've hit a plateau, what should I do? He's yeah. saying, raise calories, you're eating, right? That's what he's saying. So you, uh, you need to raise calories so you can move more. If you're hitting a plateau, all it means is that your movement has slowed down. Never touch your calories. Never lower your calories ever. There's never an example. There's never a circumstance. I don't care who you are, what age you are. You should never lower calories. Never, ever. I don't care who you are, what age you are, should lower calories, right? Now, this to me shows that this guy is absolutely fucking clueless because whenever I work with a client, right, the goal is always getting them to move as much as possible in their daily life, right? But if you've got someone... And also to eat as many calories as they can for their goal, right? That's the other thing. If you've got someone, right, who is doing as many steps as possible, has got a busy job, busy life, kids at home, running around after them, all this sort of stuff, they're already doing, say, 10, 15,000 steps a day. They're already training three times a week. They can't do any more. His advice is to up your calories and move more. That's his advice. I'm like, what fucking planet are these people living on? So, like... Like that's literally, gross. like move more. Oh, not even, idea. and he's not even <laughs> saying he's not he, he's not even saying move more. He's saying raise your calories and move more. Like, and and he's on he he obviously and he works with and targets obese people, right? So obviously good marketing, right? Tell tell obese people they can eat more food. Fucking brilliant. We're gonna love that, aren't they? Um, this is the guy that I remember. I did it before on a podcast where the person lost measurements and they lost nine centimeters around their wrist. Same guy. This is guy. <laughs> this is the guy, right? And I was like. It just, that shows you how clueless someone is, that you should never, ever low calorie, right? What happens if you're on two and a half thousand calories, right? You're losing weight nicely. You're doing as much movement as you can, but you really want to lose another five, 10 kilos. And you're like, I'm not hungry. I'm, 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 I could cut calories quite easily. Quite good. No, never, never, ever L raise them. 3000, raise them, but never, ever, ever lower them. And it's just like infuriating because all he does is then block people who comment and saying, this is fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And it's fucking infuriating. Anyway, another video which I'm going to talk about. Fuck it, I'm on one now. I'm going to go for it. He's he's like basically saying how calorie trackers like on Apple Watches and stuff are just shit. They don't. They're all just estimations or just approximate. They don't work, right? There's pointless pointless following them, understanding them. And I'm like, yeah, do you know what? They're probably somewhat inaccurate. But I was like, at the same time, calorie tracking in is also an estimation and an approximation. And you fucking rave about that and tracking calories coming in, right? And he basically used the worst example I've ever, and I was so close to commenting because this was the second video, so I was pissed off. Um, and he said, oh, he said, imagine if I went into a Ferrari garage and I said, oh, how many, how many uh, miles can I do on a full tank of petrol? And the guy went, well, approximately 300 calories, uh, 300 miles. He's like, well, approximately. What do you mean by approximately? Yeah, approximately 300 miles. He's like, well, how do I know if I can get there or back again? And he's like, well, just approximately 300 miles. And I was like, that is the worst example ever to use because you could drive it in first gear at 6,000 revs and you'd fucking burn through petrol. Like, you're in, I was like, you are an idiot because it's always an approximation. So like calories estimated by your Apple Watch, your whatever Fitbit, they're not a bad fucking guess. Do you know what? It's a better that's guess than thing. fucking nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like me. I've, I've been down that wagon before because they're like, oh, but yeah, but what are they? Are they really that good? Like, I've heard they're not great. And I'm like, you know what? It's better than guessing. Yeah, it's, it's better, better than, than me what, going, what, what, I'm yeah, just exactly. my finger, put it in the wind. Uh, like, like, what do you yeah. want it to be? Like, what do you want it to be? You know, like, <laughs> that, is, that what, is that what you're asking me, isn't it? Because a lot of them now are done on heart rate. 
And we yeah. used to do it on heart rate monitors. You know, it's basically, that's how they judge it. How high your heart rate is, multiply that as a factor, an algorithm, roughly work out how many calories you're burning based on your height and weight as well. They take all those things into account, right? To give you an average number. And but guess it, what? It, it was, I'm, it was I'm just... pretty sure the, this technology probably learns as well. Because it, it starts, because obviously the Apple Watch, based on the day, it will tell me you're normally about here today and you're not there yeah. today. And it generally knows my routine as well. It, it, it's quite intelligent in terms of how it picks up kind of just schedules and stuff like that. But like I, I so um, I've got, obviously I've got an aura ring now and it's, it sort of captures your heart rate a bit more through the day, but it gives me a good idea. So every day it tells me roughly my daily calorie burn. And days that I'm sat around doing fuck all, two and a half thousand. Days that I move a bit more, 2,800. Days I move a lot, 3,400. I'm like, do you know what? Probably about right. I'll take that as an estimation rather than me fucking randomly guessing. Yes, I, if I tracked my calories and weighed myself more often, whatever, it would probably be, be more accurate. But it's also the fact that this guy preaches about calorie tracking, how great macro tracking and calorie tracking is without understanding that that's always just a guess. That's an approximation. Like the calorie labels don't, like they haven't, they haven't done it on that food in that bag. They've taken a sample size and they, I don't know what the rules are. I, I should probably look it up but they only have to recheck those labels every six to six to six months to a year, probably like you can't tell me that every time they have a new batch of nuts come in, that they have to put them all through a fucking calorie bombometer or whatever it's fucking called and work <laughs> it out. They don't like, again, the chicken, every time you go to, you go to Azure or Tesco, the chicken values, they don't change, but it's not the same fucking chicken you had last week. Is it? It's not going to be identical. It's allowed to be within a 10, 20% measurement range of error. Because it really doesn't fucking matter, let's be honest, like that, those levels. And those watches are probably within 10, 20% measurement error. Probably. They probably are. And like, I just don't understand how someone can be that dead against one thing, but then really, really for another and can't see the differences. But for me, it was the fact that he used that estimate, he used that, um, that example, because I was like, well, every time you fill up your fucking car, you'd never do the same amount of miles on a full tank. Because there's quite a few variables to go into it, mate. Yeah. So it's exactly so what you're actually saying is, yeah, you, we can't ever work it out exactly. So we always use approximations. I think, I think it's a fine. great analogy for the exact opposite thing he's trying to prove. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like burning calories is exactly like burning through your fuel to your car because sometimes you go really fast, sometimes yeah. you go slow, therefore you're more economic. Sometimes you screech around lots of bends and you don't travel that far, but you burn a lot of calories or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's honestly frightening, but but you know this is this information is <laughs> going out to fucking, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of people and he and he trains like he's famous for I say famous fucking he's on TikTok fuck me. <laughs> he's got this um he's got this client who's really 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 obese. And he's got him eating 5,000 calories a day. And he's basically saying how he's saving his life. He's losing weight. He's changing his measurements and he's no longer binging. And I'm like, he's eating 5,000 calories a day. He's binging every day. Like, yeah. let's, not, let's not beat around the bush here. But he's like, oh, most people who just drop his calories really low and tell him, you know, you have to do all this stuff. And then he'd binge on food and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, I get it. But I was like, he's doing 5,000 calories a day because of his size. Let's not beat around. Like, he's fucking huge. He's carrying 230 kilos around with him everywhere he walks. He needs the calories, like, but you could put that into any calorie calculator. You probably come out about three and a half thousand. Like, you're not safe. You're not yeah. doing that much far away than where. It was. And it's just a bit like I don't know. He's just I just fucking hate him. So there we go. <laughs> Talk shit basically, but like you can't tell me that guy wouldn't function or okay on four thousand two hundred. Probably be yeah. alright. Probably be the same.
It's crazy because yeah, yeah I, I remember having one of my online clients, and they um, just put that in perspective of like, all right, we need to move more and never drop calories. So there are people out there that I'm sure. Um, so warehouse workers. I had a laborer and a warehouse worker previously, and guess what? Their their average steps in their onboarding week and onboarding two weeks was between twenty five to thirty five thousand a day. Move more. Move more. Got me like he would like he was cutting cutting on yeah three and a half thousand calories. And obviously, I brought him down to that. But under that rules, like he's eating four thousand. He was obviously eating a lot to be able to like <laughs> put on some weight whilst he's doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, move more. Are you joking? Are you joking? Like he's yeah. doing that much. I was like, mate, do you really want to go to the gym? <laughs> like I wouldn't if I've worked thirty five thousand steps a day. Bonkers. Um, so just put that in perspective. And then the track of things. Like it's, I get the same conversations with heart rate monitors. Like which one is best? And I think I had it uh, on the weekend actually. Unfortunately, um, yeah, one of the assessors was like, "Oh right, I've heard a bit bit of rubbish about my zone." Like it's not as good as polar, right? I was like, maybe not, but it's far better than me going up to you and trying to take your heart rate manually and guessing where you are meant to be zone wise. Yeah, like it's far better than that, and it's cool, and it's like does the zones and stuff, and it's about a community aspect more than anything else. So that's yeah, I think people people far too serious about some of this stuff. And guess what? The technology is getting better every day. Every single time they bring out a new thing, it's probably a little bit better than the last one. Yeah, it's expensive, but it might change your life. Simple. Like, I can't I can't think of it. Apart from when I know I'm not going to move, there's not a day I don't put my Apple Watch on. And I look at it all the time and check whether I've moved and that kind of stuff. As, that has changed my life, literally. Like, I'll look at it and be like, especially through lockdown, I was like, oh, shit, I haven't really moved today. Like, I've probably got to go do my 10,000. Like, yeah, these things change your life. So, yeah, love them. I love them. Um, if I was going to start my online coaching again, I said I would have a signing on fee for administration. And if the person did not have a Fitbit, I would send them a Fitbit. Literally. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, it's a 70 quid, 75 quid admin fee, pocket like fiber, buy them a Fitbit. Fuck it. You're going to guarantee results. And if they don't fucking put it on, you bought them one. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> quick tip for any online coaches out there uh, guarantee results uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, one of them literally just steps all right i have got written down here dan um we could you can spend one minute talking i'm gonna time this one minute starting from in about 10 seconds instagram marketer from today three oh, two one 10 seconds you're allowed to moan because i know you want to Oh, this guy. I just don't get these people. <laughs> See, he's a CEO of his company, right? He's got 28 employees. He's the one cold pitching on DMs about, how, do you want to grow your Instagram and build an engaged audience and all, all this sort of shit? I'm like, no, because if I have to do what you're fucking doing, I'm not doing that because it's fucking awful. Honestly, these people, like just a picture of him. What was it? Oh, what was his picture? I can't remember the quote. I'm not going to get I did time. enjoy the pictures. You got 30 fucking seconds. Fucking hell, these pictures <laughs> were like, there's just no con there's no nothing to his content at all i'm like if this is what you recommend people do um wake up dominate repeat with a picture of him <laughs> in a hoodie drinking a starbucks gotta have a vision he's leaning out over a window sill and then no matter where i am i hustle 
brilliant. Just I know, I saw that me. one. I like that one. Was he even was he on a laptop or not? Oh, he's on the no, phone with the phone with the phone yeah, looking the phone, at his phone. Sorry. Like, he, it's right, just so like it's it's a parody. One. It's just a parody. Oh, no, it's got to be. Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, be I think I think people should go give him a follow. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. We're gonna move on to some exercise based content. All right. So over the weekend, Daniel, um, it's an interesting one because I found myself going. Uh, I never really program these things in. If I'm truly honest, I don't. I don't do it as much as I used to because obviously I used to program a lot of powerlifting. Don't really program a lot of powerlifters anymore. Um, generally moved that away from that. Um, but it's an interesting thing. Okay, so there's three things that level three personal trainers get assessed on um, in terms of advanced training methods and techniques. So uh, number one is cardiovascular training techniques, which is an interesting one. Um, I think the only one that gets used is interval training out of all these. Tabata okay. probably called it. And it then I had, to explain, yeah. I had to explain what Tabata was. Um, like Obviously, they were like, oh, we can just do Tabata, right? And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, just, yeah, just this for an amount of time. I was like, no, 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 no. no. That's a literal thing. Um, interval training, like aerobic or anaerobic. Um they got tempo training. Nobody's doing that in a session, mate. Like tempo training is wow. like, oh, we got a 10K run. You're going to run underneath that for like a little bit. Nobody's doing that in a session. Uh, fartlek training. Mm. I'd like to see more fartlek training. I enjoyed, uh, so one of the, Aubrey, if you're listening, mate, I did enjoy. And it's something that I think we used to do at third space in not particularly on fartlek training, but you like, you bring a dice and basically any, he was on, he had him on the assault bike and then, the the guy like the person on the assault bike had to roll the dice and whatever he rolled first was his work time and whatever he rolled second was his rest time times 10 so he just add a zero onto it so it'd be like oh are you gonna roll a six? Oh, he's got to do 60 seconds of air bike like all out and then he's like oh you only got 10 seconds of rest sorry <laughs> <laughs> i don't I, fancy I, that I thought that was quite cool. I was like, but it could go the other way, right? 60 seconds of rest and then 10 seconds on. So, which is absolutely plausible for anaerobic respiration. And I was yeah. like, I quite like that. I'm going to bring a little dice. It, it did seem a little bit like, who's the, uh, I feel like there's a, I don't know. I know there's Two-Face who does like a flip of the coin. Doesn't he decide if you're dead or not? Or you survive. Yeah. But if, if it was a little bit like game of chance, obviously like that. So I don't know who's got a dice. Is there a baddie that's got a dice? I don't know. I feel like there was one though that M had something MCU similar. MCU nerds, like hit me up. I'm sure there is one. Um, yeah, I know there's what there's an X man who throws cards and shit. But yeah, but I know yeah. it's like the flip of the coin that's deciding whether you live or die. That kind of thing. Russian roulette. And then there's cardiovascular circuits. Who does that? <laughs> who literally goes from I'm gonna go on the running machine for ten minutes, then I'm gonna go on this. Well, the most people assault bike. That's what, that's, that's what most people in the gym know, do when weird, they go. Isn't it? I, I was like, step up for ten minutes, run for ten minutes, row machine for ten minutes, go. If that's your gym routine, re, like message me and we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we'll like, I'll you help out, you. Like, yeah. Um, I, I yeah. will give you something for free. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's <laughs> like just. But that's also a fear thing, though, right? That's what that is. That's a that's a don't yeah. have the confidence to use anything else. It's just you know, cool. understandable. All right, so Moving into the stuff that I thought was quite interesting was the resistance training methods and techniques. Um, so Dan, I want to just, just want to ask you basically. So we got pyramids and wave loading. So yep. do you do a lot of pyramid loading? 
No. No, I tend not to either. I don't know because I, I don't do that many sets. Like you've got to have at least five sets to do pyramid, really. Like thinking about it, yeah, you got to do like two warm ups and then probably work up to that to come wherever, right? It's, so it's more like, the coming down, it's ascending, like... or you can do an ascending pyramid, so only on the way up, and then you don't have to come on the way down. <laughs> you don't always have to come on the way down because obviously, like you got like so. If you're I do doing, that like... anyway, I do that anyway. My rep ranges based on like the weight you use. So I would do like ten eight six or something like that, or nine seven five, okay. which fucking throws people off. Um, <laughs> I don't do a nine seven five. Um, so I do like one week ten eight six, then nine seven five, then eight six four, which is similar. But then I also would then maybe put like a back off set where they might do a ten or a twelve after that. I think that's that peak that's... weight and do a bit more volume. Yeah, they want to do that's... a bit more. I think that'll be gauged. For according to literature, that would be a pyramid. Yeah, that would be pyramid a, a, because obviously the weight's going up, but the the reps are going down, right? So it's like that. Yeah, but yeah. That, most people, that. most so, people do pyramids, so they do like 15, 10, 5, 10, 15 or yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like God. Um, supersets. Obviously, we do that all the time. Yeah, I don't even call that. Any, I just that's just training now. That's, that's yeah, just, literally like supersets and don't waste your time. Tri-sets, that's just yeah, like crack on work part. Yeah. Um, drop sets. Sometimes, yeah, for people that Sometimes. need to do more volume. Yeah, yeah, I'd I do it so. more for I do it more for like weaker body parts or arms or or isolation movements. If someone wants Correct. to work on more volume for so a certain body part, one of the caveats, obviously. It doesn't say this in the book, and it should. Don't put that as A one or like B one. No. Don't do it's it as a compound. Don't compound your <laughs> and drop set. Don't do that. Um, yeah, it's. I basically said as a rule of thumb, single joint or machine based, do that, and it's got to be at the end somewhere. Um, yeah. Then it's because it's got to be safe because you're trying to burn out. Even though the book doesn't really say to failure, basically to failure. Um, partial reps. No. Yeah, I do, the only you probably was, do more in rehab stuff, probably. But yeah, I guess so. But like, I don't, I don't like go with the idea of like we're doing partial rep training because I struggled with the concept. If I'm really honest, like when I was trying to teach it, I was like, "What do they mean by this?" I was like, "Do they mean like board presses, kind of like partial repetitions? Like it'd be like, all right, you're gonna do, I don't know, a rack pull, all that kind of stuff." Which, FYI. I've gone full circle on these. Fucking stupid exercise. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to load it up really heavy, That uh, even though getting out the hole is probably the hardest thing, pulling off the floor, but I'm going to really think about like pushing my hips and lock it out. Nobody struggles with that. Um, yeah, fuck off. Ego lift. Um, <laughs> I used to do them. I used to do them. Realise it's dumb as fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to lift the deadlift off the floor, not to... Just slightly tuck your pelvis at the top. Oh uh, yeah. So partial reps. What what do you class them as then? I'd have thought it'd be like twenty ones, you know, we do like seven, 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 like just literally partial reps, like partial range of motion. Yeah, so that was another thing. Yeah, it was like, oh, I do this part of the bicep and then I do this part of the bicep. And yeah. I was like, is that a thing? Like, okay. Yeah. I was like, I know it's a thing, but I would never program it. Um, my only partial reps would be stuff like that, like a board press where I'm working from a certain point or wanting them mm. to pause. I was like, all right, does that like put in like pull-ups? I ask people to pause at 90 degrees sometimes and then they'll pull straight up and back out again or they'll pull 
fall straight up and back down or something like that or they'll do partial to halfway then go back up and then come back down uh, maybe that classes does it maybe i think that might be classes and so i kind of classed it as also one and a half repetitions sometimes if uh, somebody's trying to build their ass i might ask them to do one and a half like lunges like when they're doing walking lunges so they kind of do a lunge split squat lunge split squat lunge split squat kind of thing so it's like one and a half so not too really sure what that means partial reps um yeah not intentionally anyway I'm not half right Harry for squatting, that like that. Um, you know who does do partial reps? Joel Seaman. No. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell, <yeah. laughs> Forced reps. Obviously, you don't do one-to-one PT, so it's a bit hard for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> forced reps. I tend to not to, if I'm truly honest. I tend not to do any forced reps. Um, I mainly think if they're doing forced reps... You haven't taught them how to bail and maybe you pick the load wrong. Mm. Um, sometimes it'll be there. Maybe I'm just like, but I'm more like helping them up. Like, I'm like, all right, I didn't actually want you to do repetition. I'm like, because you see the classic forced rep for like the shoulder press, don't you? And it looks like absolute yeah. garbage. And you're like, that that guy can't lift that weight full stop. No. Absolutely nothing. Like full stop, he can't, he can't concentrate to lift that weight. Literally the form police page, basically. Yeah. So which brings me on to maybe negative reps and that's actually what they're doing. If it was like, we're going to take the concentric and then they negative it. That's plausible. Um, mm. Yeah. Bosh, bosh. Also in the manual, literature's wrong. Shock. Um, it says you can uh, negative rep um, 105% of your 1RM. Mm. Completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what it's nearer? hundred and thirty hundred and seventy you can probably control on the way down negative rep eccentrically down a one rm of hundred and seventy percent for one rep um, yeah so yeah obviously don't really try that at home because you ain't fucking getting it up again um, yeah. <laughs> but you can understand obviously that's all the way down and then you're not doing you're not doing anything concentrically okay you're just like <laughs> you are fucked from that eccentric phase. In theory, you can do that. Um, but yeah, it's a lot more than 105% anyway. I would only, yeah, I would probably go with the 130% would be the safer thing to do if you want to train that way. Lovely. Don't really do them though, I'm true honest, because it's uh, quite hard to set up. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> but back. So cluster sets. Yeah, again, for the same reason as drop sets, I would do them. Yeah, I like intensifiers. Sets, so it's like you're trying to get in a little bit more volume at a higher intensity, kind of the higher load. So you kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, you're going to do five sets of two in 12, 20 seconds rest, which equals your set of 10 kind of thing. Yeah, you kind of, you're able to lift the load more uh, over a short amount of time at a higher intensity kind of thing. So I like mm-hmm. those. Uh, I tend not, yeah, I will program them for like pull-ups. I think most of the time I do a lot of clusters yeah. for pull-ups because I feel like the person needs a little rest. I don't do them for much else, if I'm truly honest. Um, and then a resistant circuit. That's your circuit chain. Lovely. But I found it quite interesting because all of those are things they're suggesting. And then obviously it tells people to program them. And it's like, if I'm really honest, I don't really program drop set. I feel that's done on feeling a lot of the time mm. I might but I'll be like all right we're, we'll drop set that one today or that one today it might be that and I probably don't do it like every week as well because I wanted to hit uh, certain stuff I don't go into the plan going every week you're going to drop set your bicep curl um 
but that might just be me. I don't know. I just don't write those into my plans. If I'm truly honest, it's more of a, a feeling as I go through coaching. I'm like, all right, that seems like it needs to be taxed out a little bit more. So I'm going to fuck it up with mm. that um, more than anything else. And then the last one is flexibility techniques, which is an interesting one because this is going to bring me on to why breathing can be important. Um, and then we'll move on to stupid things. Um, yeah, so partner stretches, maintenance and developmental. <laughs> I found these ones quite, I was like, there's a difference. All right, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it's just somebody stretching you out, um, obviously. Yeah. And then with maintenance, you're not doing anything. And then with developmental, you push them a little bit. I was like, do yeah. people do that and not, not push not push them a little bit? I was like, really? I was like, when, who does maintenance stretching? That's weird. Um, oh, weird. And then there was contract relax PNF and then contract relax agonist PNF, which is basically the first one you do an isometric tension without you. And then the other one you actually push back. I think everybody knows the agonist one and don't realize there's an isometric one. You could also do an antagonistic one as well if you really wanted to get geeky with it. But yeah, I did that. And then I made the first one like breathe, like uh, some PRI breathing techniques and some crocodile breathing techniques about diaphragmatic and chest breathing and getting them to move my hands um, up and down whilst doing that and changed their lives. So it can, uh, probably from, they were chilling out doing PNF stretching for a while. So they had a little bit of gauge board with their hamstring. And then I reckon I took them another 10, 15 degrees more on their hamstring flexibility just through breathing control. So it's all about kind of, I believe it's into your like parasympathetic nervous system. So it's like all that other crap that's going on. And it kind of has a little bit of an effect on the base of your pelvis and base of your spine. And it chills out everything a little bit more. And then the whole kind of stuff of like, oh, my hamstrings are really tight. Uh, they might not be. They might feel tight. Cool. But we might be able to kind of sort them out slightly but it doesn't really matter because then i was like all right you gotta go train on them otherwise that's recalling back to where it was um 15 minutes ago in in 15 minutes basically so it's breathing's a big thing i think because i noticed it on the pt group as well um for my protein people were talking about breathing patterns i think people talk about breathing only when lifting kind of the inhale exhale of bracing and that's it not the kind of crocodile alleviate mobility and flexibility breathing so it's a different thing I just realize that um yeah i thought it was quite fun quite fun daniel all right we're gonna move on to our last thing of course let's get this up where is he alex i feel like i sent it to you as well but i don't know they're not yeah i don't know you sent me loads of shit <laughs> i'm gonna bring it to the screen so this, okay so this is mr one of the pri wax so pri is a postural restoration institute it's something that me and alex krajewski a uh harley street physiotherapist i can say that now um <laughs> very respectable chap um this guy is what's his name neil halliman is one of the pri whack jobs absolute down the rabbit hole pri is cool when you learn about breathing into integration of fitness they are also fucking mental and basically scare people away from training properly and this oh that's the wrong way is his seminar oh my god <laughs> the people are dancing to what i mean they're like 
doing something that looks like the Macarena. It's not even that, is it? It's like an arm swing across like a monkey. Arm swing and a hip dip and a fucking, I mean, it looks like your dad trying to dance at a wedding. <laughs> Badly. Badly. Anyway, that lad looks like he's enjoying it. Um, mm. Yeah, that's, um, you're rediscovering your innate alternating rhythms through dance. Wow. Don't sleep on it, Daniel. Do not sleep on that. I want to see you doing that whilst you warm up. When you just when you're about to do your alternating bench press, one arm bum. I want to see you. Crazy you know, because because you didn't rediscover it whilst walking in the door. Were you not doing an? Oh, you weren't alternating rhythmically when you're walking through the door. Oh, of course, you were w- walking with the right arm and the right leg going forward at once and then the left arm like a robot. Yeah, probably. Of course, of course you were. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Silly me, us being contralateral motion human beings. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you were the big oh. words. <laughs> it's insane. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> Alex loved it. So he was like, I was like, do you want to do a new course? <laughs> Basically, both of us have done POI and uh, we... Thought it was fun. We got some good balloons. Um, yeah. Any course that's got balloons, sign me up. Um, that's it. <laughs> it's bound to work, isn't it? It's bound to work. It's got balloon. Um, all right, mate. Any other business? Not from me. Not from you. I hope you get your protein bars soon. I hope so, mate. But I mean, after <laughs> your review, mate, I'm not bothered now. <laughs> They're decent. Okay. They're not the best, but they're decent. Uh, we're still we're still on the hunt for amazing bars. If you can beat Protein Pantry, then let us know. Let us know. We need to buy shares. I, mean, I, mean, I think you're gonna struggle. I think we're gonna struggle. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. See you later.